They don't. They don't <laughs> ain't nobody gonna care about them black bags on your eyes <laughs> if your eyes are bloodshot from fecal matter that you've rubbed in there. Welcome, everybody, to the Bob and Katie Show. I'm Katie. And I'm Bob. The other night, I got so frustrated. Which night? All of them. But one in particular, I was just like, (laughs) we needed to record. I mean, I I wanted to record. You know what I mean? Like, I I wanted to get up here and get it done. And I knew about 15 minutes before we had dinner, it wasn't going to happen. So which night was this? Because uh, I'm uh, sorry, you've been angry like every night lately. Come on, man. You know what I'm talking about. It was a couple days ago. We had three kids. Yeah, we have three kids every day. No, no, no. We had like it was it was it was Mason. Oh, three Reagan, bigger kids. With three three bigger kids, and all three of them were just whining, just just whining, 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 whining. And I was like, "This is gonna be a long night. It's gonna be a long night." We had cooked hamburgers and hot dogs. Remember? Yes. And the hot dogs were nasty because somebody started eating on them before we prayed. I remember <clears throat> the whining. Yes. Yes, I do. So Mason takes a bite of the hot dog, and Reagan starts freaking out because we haven't prayed yet. And she, she's oh yeah, she's, she's like the she's, she's like, like the blessing police. If you take a bite of your food before we say the blessing, she starts screeching because Riley does it almost every day, every meal, and I think he does it just to make her mad. Yeah, he'll just grab something and shove it in his mouth real quick, and she's over there screaming, "We yeah, we gotta pray, we gotta pray." Well, Mason took a bite of the hot dog and it wasn't, it wasn't the ones that I guess, you know, his, um, his mom normally buys. They were different. And he started crying. These taste bad. And then, all the kids were tired oh, and yeah, cranky. Yeah. And then Reagan said something about us not praying. And without missing a beat, I turned around and I said, well, you didn't, you didn't bless it yet. Yeah. And he so, said, this hot dog's nasty. So I said, yeah, we got blessed the nasties out and we did. Yes, we did. We said a prayer and we asked Lord Jesus to take the nasties out of the hot dog. And all the kids said, we, we get the kids, they, they say the blessing. Right. They, they, they repeat, they repeat after, after us. us. And, um, yeah, they all said, Lord, take the nasties out. And then kids tore up the oh, hot dogs. Hot dogs were delicious. <laughs> they were nasty free hot dogs. And you asked the kids during dinner, you're like, so w- was the nasty taken out? And they say, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> God took them nasties right out of them hot dogs. <laughs> and then they want to go to bed. The point is, I got really aggravated because all I wanted to do was put the kid, get the kids to go to sleep, you know, at a decent hour and us to record. And isn't and, that pretty much like the end game every day yeah. is like, please just go to bed. Dear to sweet sleep. baby Jesus, let the kids sleep. go to sleep please so we can actually sleep. do something that we want to do. Yeah. Like sit on the couch and just space out for fifteen minutes while Paw Patrol still plays. Doesn't matter as long as it's not. <laughs> or just eat M and M's in peace. Yeah, but it didn't happen. And let me tell you what: not only did the Lord Jesus take the nasties out of that hot dog, but He stopped us from having that podcast on purpose because I got a story the very next morning. Well, please do tell. And I couldn't wait to tell you. Well, obviously you could because you didn't. So, we gotta be smart for. <laughs> All right, I know I said this last time. I typically don't talk about work, but it's gonna happen because this this story was too good to pass up. I get a phone call. All right, and and for context, in my position, I'm sort of like when people think of safety, like they call me. 
like, I'm not saying that I, I go around and just like, I'm like a superhero or anything, but like when people think about safety inside the company I work for, you know, like they'll call me mm-hmm. and I get a phone call from a lady and she's got some panic in her voice, you know, and I answer the phone. Hello, it's Bob. That's how I answer it. Mm-hmm. Don't look at me like that. Let me tell you. I wh- know that's how you answer the phone. Let me tell you why I answer the phone like that. I used to work at Domino's. Okay. And that, that company took a part of my soul because every time I answered the phone, I had, I had to say the same thing every single time. Thank you for calling Domino's where we love our customers. How can I serve you today? I'm like, that just takes so long. I just want to get to the point and make stuff happen. So that's how I answer the phone. Hello, Bob. And uh, anyways, the lady on the phone goes, there's possums. We got possums. <laughs> what? Yeah, we got possums. Let me tell you what. And <clears throat> where I work, we don't got possums. Okay. She said, they're up here. We got possums. And I said, no problem. I'm on the way. What and were you going to do? Go wrangle possums? I hung up the phone. And I, I just- swear, you better not go to work and get no rabies. <laughs> Listen to me. I hung up the phone and I immediately went. Is rabies contagious? Rabies? Yeah. The zombies? Yeah. Rabies is contagious. Sure. Like if you get rabies? <clears throat> yeah. It's like transmitted through like saliva and crap. Yeah. Like I get rabies and then I bite you and you got rabies and then Walking Dead happens. <laughs> that's that's how Please it don't works. get rabies. So, I think if you get rabies, you have to get shots in your stomach or something. I don't know. That's weird. Maybe. I don't know. I've never had rabies. Hmm. Somebody send us an email. Let us know what happens. I have taken shots in the Because, like, I'm curious, but not enough to go look it up myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Bob and Katie show at gmail.com. Let us know rabies. So I hang up the phone. Hashtag rabies. Yeah, hashtag rabies. <laughs> I hang up the phone and I immediately go, oh my God, I can't. I'm not trying to mess with no possums. <laughs> so in your in your mind at that moment, were you like, so I'm going to go check it out. What if there really is possums? No, I told her. What am I going to do? I told her I was going to go check it out because they look to me to help. You know what Fierce I mean? Fierce like, leader. Yeah. Like I'm supposed to be, um, I'm just supposed to be there for him. But, and, and I was confident on the phone. I said, I'll be right there. And as soon as I heard the phone, I was like, what the hell am I going to do? I'm not going to go catch no possum with my bare hands. <laughs> I mean, like, I grew up in the country, but not like that kind of country. You <laughs> no, know what I mean? It wasn't that country. <laughs> like, I had dogs and cats, and that was the extent of my wildlife, like, trials and tribulations, dogs and cats. So I start to panic, because I'm like, I can't do anything. I can't do it. I'm scared. Like, I'm not trying Possums to Possums are scary creatures. Yeah. Like, I'm, not the, I'm not the possum hunter. That's not me. So I called a lady that... Like her job is basically to know everybody. She answered the phone and I'm, I'm in like a little bit of a panic at this point. And I said, who hunts possums? I wasn't <laughs> thinking like, you know what I mean? Like she had no context. No. She was, and she goes, what? I said, wait, I'm sorry. Look, we got possums. Do you know anybody that is good for that situation? And she immediately named somebody off. I said, awesome. I'm calling. So then I called the dude. I said, Hey, we got possums. He said, where? <laughs> and I was like, all right, let's I do this. I imagine somebody who hunts possum probably does sound like, where? Where's some possums? So I, I go and get him and we go to the area where the possums are at. Now, here's the thing. I'm still acting like I'm confident and I'm not. I don't want to do with the possum. So we go into this building where the possum was and we have to find it. Now, what I'm doing is I am pretending to look for the possum because I don't want to find it. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, I look over here and you know, I'm looking over here and like, he's looking real hard for it. And I was like, okay, please, I hope he finds it first. And like, I keep picturing in my mind those old movies, like those comedies where like 
somebody opens a cabinet and this animal flies out and like attaches itself to their face. You know what I mean? Like it's not uh-huh. realistic, but that's what I'm seeing in my head and I'm starting to scare. And like, I think to myself, I'm like, oh God, if I open up something and this possum runs out, I'm going to make a noise. <laughs> and that's not, that's not what I need. <clears throat> that's not what I need at work. You know what I mean? You don't need everybody going, Bob Squid, like a little girl. I, know, I started to freak out. Like, what if it runs out and then I make the noise and the guy turns around and goes, oh, my God, did you hit it? And I'm like, oh, it was me. <laughs> like, I am freaking out because I know in my heart if I open up a cabinet or something and this possum runs out. You about to be embarrassed. I'm going to squeal. And sure enough, I open up a cabinet and there's a damn possum. Oh my God. <laughs> I what wasn't, did you do? I wasn't supposed to be the one to find him. Well, I saw him and I jumped back. Okay. Nobody saw me. And then I panicked again. I was like, what do I do now? And I gave up. I said, and I, I called a guy. I was like, Hey man, it's over here. Come get it. <laughs> it's not going to be me. I'm not doing it. So I'm, I gave up right then that, you know, I'm. This dude reaches that, that in. That was the end of your possum hunting days, huh? He reaches in with his hands. <gasps> his bare hands. Oh, my God. And he picks this possum up by the tail and puts it in a trash can. I'm trying to take a picture. You know what I mean? And I'm so scared that the picture turned out blurry. Because, like, he moved a little bit and I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he goes, it's just a baby. <clears throat> and I was like, that's a baby? It was, like, this big. Apparently, they get bigger. And he's like, yeah, mama's around here somewhere. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, my goodness. So, then we st- we go and let him out. We put him out. And uh, we start searching for mama. I-, I only held in there for about three or four minutes. And I was like, dude, I can't be out here anymore. It's like, this is scaring the crap out of me. I said, I don't know where you grew up. But this is not for me. I'm going to go fight somebody. That's what I'm going to do. I need to be able to see, like, whatever I'm going after, I need that to be... Like, visual. You know what I mean? Like, I can't be taking no surprise attacks out of the cabinet. Because <laughs> like, I'm going to squeal. I just, I really oh didn't want to squeal. I didn't want something to run out for me to just go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, and then the possum thing, oh, that's my brother because he made a noise just like me. And then him come at me. That's just, it's, I didn't want it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was the possum's thoughts that you were worried about. And not that of your, your co-workers. No, I was going to be embarrassed if that possum ran out for sure. <laughs> oh, I know. So, you seem tired. That's pretty much a given. A little tired? I'm a little tired. The kids randomly come up to me now and go, Mommy, are you tired? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. Like, yes, yes, I am. You know those black fun bags you get under your eyeballs when you get tired? Mm-hmm. I heard a guy the other day say that a way to get rid of them is to put Preparation H on them. Have you ever heard of that before? No, I have not. Like, that's the stuff you put in your butthole. <laughs> that's for hemorrhoids, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he didn't mean put it on there after you've applied it to yeah, your like, anus. You put it in there, it's like, all right, the hemorrhoids starting to go down. Well, I need to get rid of these uh, bags in my eyes, so let me go after it and put it up here. Like, that's like your pink eye. That's when you're like, come on, man. They don't, they don't <laughs> ain't nobody going to care about them black bags under your eyes. <laughs> If your eyes are bloodshot from single matter that you've rubbed in there. No, I'm not talking about like out of your butt. I'm just saying like that, that medication goes around the, the anus hole. And this dude said, yeah, you could put it around your eyes. And his, uh. Did wh- you try it? No, not yet. Listen to <laughs> Do hear you me plan on it? <laughs> Let me tell you the rest of the story and you might be on board with this too. 
the reason that he says that it works is because what it does is it tightens up your skin, mm-hmm. I guess. Like whatever it does to hemorrhoids, it apparently will do that to black bags under your ears. Or under your eyes, I mean. Under your ears? Yeah. I got big black bags <laughs> under my ears. People are like, that dude's really freaking tired, man. His his bags have migrated from his eyeballs <laughs> to his earlobes. <laughs> They're just like, oh, poor guy. Oh, he hasn't lost, lost his appetite. God bless him. <laughs> He's, he's not going to be long, though. Look at them bags. He's, <laughs> it's not too much longer. Poor Bob's going to be gone. Um, and I was like, oh, that's crazy, man. That's weird. And then he goes, yeah, I got this other guy. He's like this other friend. And he'll put it on his stomach. Like, he'll smear it all over his stomach and then wrap himself in, uh, what is that clear plastic stuff? Saran wrap? Saran wrap. Because he's got to, like, weigh in and whatnot. And it'll tighten his core. And then the saran wrap makes him sweat, so like he'll lose a little bit of weight, and it'll flatten like his stomach. Like a boxer or something. Yeah, and I said, "Does that work?" And he goes, "He says it does." I'm like what? I, d- I do got some extra I looked, flabs. I looked down at my stomach. I was like, "Do they sell preparation H in gallons?" Because <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm gonna need some. So we have some of the plastic wrap downstairs, right? Yeah. Just out of curiosity, if I came home with a large Here, amount of I'm going to rub this H, on me. You wrapped me around saran wrap. <laughs> Would you help me? I mean, I guess that's what I, you know, agreed to. Would you do it with me? Mm, I might would let you try it first. Let's we'll see what happens. Well, like, we could rub it over, like, each other and then just, like, I'll hold. <laughs> Okay. So we wrap ourselves and, together. Like, you, yeah. It was, <laughs> and the kids come We in. would really sweat then. Yeah. And they'll be like, Mom, Dad, we've called the police. They're on the way. And Riley peed in the crib again. <laughs> again. I don't think we should give it a shot. I think for somebody that's like skinny and they want to tighten up just a little bit, it'll probably work. You know what I mean? There's I think, only so much tightening of yeah, the this, skin that this, can happen when you have tight- fat underneath it. If this tightens up too bad, I'm not going to be able to breathe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because the fat cells aren't going to go anywhere. It doesn't work like that. No. You don't put preparation H on and your fat magically disappears like a genie. But what if it did? I would buy stock. <laughs> like as soon as I found out it worked, I would just buy a bunch of stock and I sit on it for like three months. And Forget it- the stock. I would go to the store and get me a cart and just load it full of tubes of preparation H. You know, as soon as you do that and like you swipe your debit card. There's somebody in a government agency somewhere that's like, we need to watch this person. <laughs> they don't have this many hemorrhoids. We saw them walk out of the supermarket. I don't know that they long. have a um a list for um hemorrhoid cream. You don't know that. And I don't you know don't. that. You don't. I don't know that. If someone goes into a store and buys 27 tubes of Preparation H, there might be a problem. You think that raises red flag somewhere? It's yeah. got to raise a red flag. It would definitely raise a red flag with the cashier, I'm sure. And anybody behind you in line. She just looks up and she goes, you feeling okay? <laughs> Do I need to get you a wheelchair, perhaps, <laughs> with a donut? <laughs> we have a musician that we're going to feature this week. He's really good. His name is Travis Shallow. And, you know, like when we do this before, you, you're going to, you can hear the song after the episode ends. It's called um, Let's Go Dancing. It's really good. He's on Facebook. Um, He's out of Wilmington, actually. So nice. pretty close to home. And he's kind of in a weird situation with our show. And I feel bad about it, 
But I mean, like, it's not his fault. It's not my fault. It's just life. When we feature people, it's because I reach out and I go, hey, I like your music. I would like to put it on, you know, on an episode. So like any music that we've ever played, anybody we've ever talked about, like I've, you know, I've communicated with them and that's how it goes. Well, he's not the first one that I communicated with for this episode. And I kind of got shot down. Who shot you down? Puddles. Puddles Aww. shot me down. Oh. So you know Puddles, right? I mean, not like personally, even. <laughs> I know of him. Puddles is the clown, the sad clown with the golden voice. Do you remember the first time I let you hear a song by him? No. It was years ago. It was a long, long, long time ago. Yeah, I remember when we started watching the season of America's Got Talent and he was on there. You you told me that, yeah, but I don't remember. That's not when I let you hear it. I let you hear it a long time ago. Yeah, that's what you said. Remember when I let you oh, hear it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, I don't. I got so excited. This is the first year that, like, I mean, like, we like watching America's Got Talent, but this is the first year that, like, I've seen an act and I'm, like, invested. You know what I mean? You're emotionally invested. We were watching the episode and you know how they, they like, flip back and forth to people? I saw him. And if you would have been close enough, I would have smacked you in the arm and be like, it's bottles. Cause, like, I've been listening to him for a long time, like, watching his videos, cause it's, it's, I don't know, it's just, I love it. I, I can't put it any other way. I, just, I love it. And we saw him and I reached out and I was like, Hey, look, you know, I'm Bob. We, you know, I do a comedy podcast with my wife and I really enjoy your music. And this is on Facebook. I would like to, you know, I would, I would like to play some music and talk about you. And I won't do it unless I have their permission. And he read it because it gave me the little symbol that said, you know, Puddles read it mm-hmm. and he just didn't respond. Maybe, maybe he's just busy. He was busy. Yeah, I get it. So, you know, like a week later, I responded again. And I was like, hey, just checking in. You know, I'd really like to do this. And he read it and he didn't respond. Like, I just want to be like, come on, man. Just, just say new things. You know what I mean? He's a very busy clown, Bob. He's sad and he's making me sad. This is turning into Bob's pity party real fast. <laughs> so anyways, he did look at it. He read it, but he didn't respond. And, you know, it kind of sucks. But I mean, I would imagine there's a lot of people right now trying to reach out to him about dumb stuff. Um, not, not saying that our stuff's dumb. I'm just saying like, you know, he's on a big stage now. Yeah. He's, he's probably overwhelmed yeah. with messages. So if you guys don't know who he is, go check him out. That's just a personal preference. And, you know, it's, I guess it's not really fair to, to Travis because I'm talking about some <laughs> other musician where we're featuring like him. We're featuring him, but. <laughs> but no, um, seriously, I, I've just been amazed with this season of America's Got Talent and Puddles. And I feel dumb because, like, people are like, well, it's a clown. And like, Isn't it so good, though? Yeah, he's amazing. It's amazing. Puddles, we want to feature your song just like this amazing Travis Shallow. You should be more like Travis. What you think he's gonna listen to this? Yeah, <laughs> think, I do. You think Puddles is gonna listen? I got high hopes, baby. High hopes, and I'm telling you, as soon as he listens, he's gonna fall in love, and he's gonna go to Patreon.com/slash The Bob and you Katie Show, so? and he's gonna become a patron. Puddles Pity Party is gonna become a patron of The Bob and Katie Show. I'm telling you, I see it right now. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. And just in case he doesn't, anybody else can. Patreon.com/slash Bob and Katie Show. Get one of them exclusive stickers. I know you're really tired. It's late. But I think I've got some Bob O'Clock news that's going to snap you back to life. Welcome to the Bob O'Clock News. 
You like the Golden Corral, right? Yeah. Would you like to hear a story that would make you like them a little bit less? I'm sure it wouldn't take much. (laughs) I don't want it. You're going to ruin it. I'm not going to ruin it. This is crazy, though. Like, I read this story and I was like, I was like, what? Fort Wright, Kentucky. The Northern Kentucky Health Department was forced to temporarily close the Golden Corral after restaurant owners stayed open for hours without water. Now, in a restaurant, let me tell you what water does. Everything. Water does everything. Okay, uh, this guy named Danny stopped at the Fort, uh, the Fort Wright Golden Corral on Friday and noticed that the soda was kind of flat and the servers were running low on clean utensils. He knew something was off, but he couldn't quite put it together until he went into the bathroom. I look at the urinals and there's three on the wall and they're full. All gold, 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 Danny said. Oh. And that wasn't the worst part. The toilets didn't flush. Those were full. Ooh. And then there was a bucket of water on the sink labeled hand washing station. Oh, that is nasty. He said it was kind of brown looking, and I was like, I ain't sticking so my hands it, it in it. It wasn't even clean water. Like, as soon as somebody washes their hands in it for the first time, it's not going to be clean yeah. water. Oh, God. Like, that is not okay. <laughs> that is so not okay. Yeah. So the health department came out, and they was like, whoa. You, you can't <laughs> whoa. do this. Whoa. Shut it down. (laughs) Shut it down. (laughs) Shut it down. There's some times in life when a manager might go shut it down and it's not the right time. But this time. (laughs) That that would have been. This was the right time. Like textbook shut it down criteria. It would have been amazing if the manager came out and said shut it down and all the Golden Corral waitresses turned slightly to the right and dipped their heads. (laughs) And they shut it down. That's what should have happened. But the manager was like, no, nah, we're going to keep going. Just put a bucket of water in there. Uh, we'll go get some plastic forks and stuff if we need to. Like, we're just, we're going to do it. Oh like, what if you got to cook anything with noodles? Like, you got to, you got to boil water. Like, like there's you, everything you cook, you got to have water. And they was like, we just go, we're going to see what happens. So Golden Corral. Um, well, I mean, what was his plan? Cause eventually you're going to run out of clean dishes. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody's just trying to make a bonus, I think. You're talking about greedy. Yeah. So, Golden Corral, like, headquarters put a press release out that said, we are aware that the water pressure was low, blah, blah, blah. And, like, the county responded back and was like, no, the water pressure was not low. The water pressure was gone. There was no water. And then the the county also claimed that there were multiple businesses in the same area that were hit by this same thing, and they all shut down without being asked to. So, it was just the Corral of Golden. That was like, eh, we're going to do it. These other oh. people are like, shut it down. And I'm like, keep on going. People got to eat, right? So now I'm sure that's probably had to have hurt business for that location once word got out, right? Absolutely. So his temporary greediness has probably cost cost them lots of money in the long run. Right. Ugh. They didn't get a fine or anything. Uh, according to the health code, like when the health department came in and they were like, shut it down, they did it. They were like, okay, we shut down. And it's like, if you comply, then you're good. But like, they didn't get in trouble. 
bucket of water to wash your hands. Yeah, it was all brown. How many people do you think wash their hands in that bucket? Enough people for it to turn brown. The only person that was right was the first person. Yeah, that was it. Anybody who came along after that, mm, no. Yeah, oh, it's gross. Now, let's leave Kentucky and let's travel to Chicago for a moment, shall we? The Windy City, all right? We talked last week about uh, the bath salts being zombified and whatnot. Uh Well, there was a guy who was on some drugs. He didn't go all zombie, but he went off the rails. The incident happened Monday evening near the intersection of Gray Street and Drake Avenue, according to Fox News. There was a video that showed a man shouting and swearing at residents in the area. Once police arrived on the scene, the video shows the man charging at the officers, who tased him over and over again because he kept getting up. Mm. Now, there's somebody's filming this, right? Now, before I get to the next part, let me tell you what happened right before the cops got there. The guy that's screaming and yelling at residents, uh, the first thing that's wrong is he doesn't have any clothes on. Completely oh, naked. Lord. Okay. And uh, he cut his penis off. <gasps> How did he do that? I didn't ask. I just went, ooh. Like, if he was naked, I mean, you don't got no pockets or anything. Right. Did he just happen to have, like, a knife or- I guess. I don't know what he- I don't know what it was. A saw or something sharp handy? Something. He was naked? Naked. So was this premeditated? Um. It's got- there's got- it's got to be drug-related. It's got to be. Like, it doesn't say anything here about drugs, but it's got to be drug-related, right? Premeditated- Penis amputation. Yeah, I guess. Is that a thing? Is that like a disease? I, God, I hope not. Be like, oh, we can't leave him alone. Ooh, it's going to be bad. So he charges the police, naked, penisless, full speed. Ah! And they tase him, and he locks up and hits the ground. And then he gets up, and like they have so to what tase did, him again. What do you think he did with his penis after he cut it off? Probably threw it into the tall grass, never to be seen from again. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think it's like he just like <laughs> drops it by the wayside? I guess, man. Some poor. It's in an alleyway in Chicago somewhere. Some poor person's gonna be like out walking their dog or yeah. something and be like, "What is that? Is that a, is that a penis? <laughs> Can't be. It's not attached to anything." No. Um. You're gonna he, get home and be like, "Honey, I saw the strangest thing while I was walking the dog. <laughs> a, a penis." Lying there. It had a little black bag under it. All along. <laughs> the dude must have been real tired. <laughs> <laughs> Let's oh. put some preparation H on it. Did you pick it up and bring it home? So, uh, there was a guy in the video, and you could hear him saying, Oh my God, bro, shoot. Shoot this mother effer. This is the time that you're supposed to shoot people. <laughs> so this is it. Oh my gosh. Like, I mean, like, I'm not saying let's kill anybody, but I'm saying whatever this guy's going through, I, uh, as a guy, I don't want to live anymore. Not once my penis is gone. Like, that's, that's rough. That's a rough life. Like, there's so many things that happens to you once you, you don't have a penis anymore that, and if there's somebody listening to the show, don't take your life or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, I can't, I can't think of like, like how miserable that would be. So, do you think, like, you could get like a prosthetic penis. I don't, I don't think if, so. I think it's how it works. So how would you pee in a bag? Remember that? <laughs> what was that episode? Paper, plastic, or colostomy bag we had not too long ago? Yeah, you can pee in a bag from now on. Hmm. Your relationships with your women 
men, hand, whatever it is you're into, that's gone. You know, from a sexual standpoint. Obviously. So it's uh, it's just weird. Like I don't, I get mad. I I do. I have a temper. I get really mad, but I've never gotten so mad. I'm just like, give me a knife and cut it off. <laughs> like that's crazy. I'm ending it now. Yeah, this is over. I don't want it anymore. Like I feel like there's no way that it was like a quick thing. Like he he didn't have one of you know those knives that you see on the infomercials that night where they like they cut a can real fast. Mm-hmm. A but leather he, shoe. Yeah, he didn't have that. Whatever he had, he had to saw a little well, bit. How do you, you know? know? What I mean? And I just, I don't know. I feel like as soon as like the first little drop of blood, I'd be like, hmm, this is a bad idea. I'm not he obviously had some sort of penis removal device somewhere. I guess. I don't know. It's out of control. Mm. Well, I, I know this is a short episode, but I just felt it was, it was my duty as a human, like to take the things duty. that I. Stop it. <laughs> what are you, 14, 12, 10? You look pretty young for your age, I'll give you that. But not like duty young, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're not duty young. What was I talking about? I have no idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Duty. Take, take the things in your life and <laughs> learn from people's mistakes. Make things better. Like Find that one thing that helps you escape just a little bit so that you don't go cutting body parts off you know what i mean like i don't know man like i I just it's crazy that there's stuff like that happening in the world like have you like seriously have you ever been so mad that you're like i'm gonna take a body part off absolutely not i can't i can't get over i think it's all i'm thinking about right now it's insane insane to me but really all that you can do is find your laugh find your happy Shine on my boots. Let's go dancing. Let's go dancing, baby. Well, the rain can play plays in the kitchen while I shave. She signs on a blouse. We haven't left the house. And she said, Damn, baby, come dance with me. Foot and bright eye, half dressed for a long night, dancing in the kitchen while the record plays. With the next glass of wine, we went to the porch. Yeah, and I didn't have a light But we were lost In the craters of that moon So we laid on our backs Like a blanket on the grass And I said, let's go back inside Polish off that wine And she said, damn baby Calm down Foot and bright eye, half dressed for a long night, dancing in the kitchen while the record plays. 
last glass of wine She finally got that red dress on And I shined up my boots But it wasn't right And it's just not the night So I said, damn baby Come dance with me Barefoot and bright eyed Half dressed for a long night Pearls around that neckline Dancing in the kitchen while the record played Hey guys, I know the I know the episode was kind of short, so I kind of did something. Uh, one of my buddies is here with me, Morgan, and we are outside with all the kids. That's what the noise is, and we're just going to kind of record ourselves. We're not like trying to do a podcast. We're just mic'd, and if anything good comes out, then uh, something good comes out. But um, we're going to add this on to the end of the episode, and I don't know, just as kind of like a uh, here laugh at us for being stupid. Anyways, enjoy. Murky water. Can you please stop? <laughs> Can you please stop? My eyes are hurting. My eyes are hurting. Oh my gosh. Please stop. They're all everybody. getting wet. My eyes are hurting. <laughs> We're getting wet in the pool. How's this happening? <laughs> it's not even chlorine water, man. It's just regular old no, water. No, it's just regular water. We only paid like, I think we paid 30 bucks for this pool. Yeah, we had one. Dope. We had one uh, back when we lived in Wilmington. And Caden got pink eye because she... What? She peed in the pool. Uh-huh. And then was opening her eyes and stuff. I thought pink eye came from feces, not pee. Well, I think so. I think she might have done the, the number two. She, she pooped in the pool? Yeah, I think she did it. Which one? Who, who did it? Caden. She was like... Daddy! Three. Daddy, help us. We're getting wet, Daddy. Daddy, we don't have goggles. We can't use them. You don't have what? No goggles. No what? Goggles. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, man. Are those the goggles that came in the pool? Yeah. If you go underwater and use them, they're 3D goggles. Let me wipe them off. Why? You're going in the water. Yeah, but they're all covered up Jeez Louise. No crying. Take turns. You're going to rinse them into the pool, Kylie. I can't even... I get my kids mixed up all the time now. Yeah. I call Reese Riley. Yeah, I call... I, all the time. I call Avery Kylie. I'm like, oh, Kylie... I mean, Avery... There's a... No, I didn't. There's only one pair. I gotta take turns. Yeah. So that means within the next ten seconds, somebody's gonna bitch about wanting the goggles that they already have. Figure it out. I'll take the goggles out and break them. (laughs) But let me wear them. Oops. Oh, the sun went back out, dude. Thank God. It's actually not too hot today. I I hate the sunlight. I hate the sunlight. I do. I can't stand it. I've probably got something wrong with me because there, there's crap that you get from the sun, right? Yeah, there is skin cancer. No, no I meant no, like no, 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 no. Like there's good stuff that you get from the sun. Is it D? Is it vitamin D? Like yeah, I think it's some vitamin. Whatever it is, I'm lacking on it. I'm sure. Because <laughs> like even even when I go to work, you're a naturally kind of tan person. Though. I go like inside. Fair skinned or something. I don't care. I didn't know you were about tan. Work. I just don't. They don't work. They don't work. We're well, not properly using. Yeah, them. don't put them back on.
You're probably gonna get pink eye. It's okay, just don't poop in the pool. I won't! One of the little ones might. <laughs> Not too concerned about the 10 year old. Um, dude, they're, these ants. They're tearing you up? Yeah, they are. Why don't you move the stool up a little bit? Oh, they're all over the yard. Oh, that makes sense. Let's get the. Oh, it's a freaking heel that your foot's in. Oh, well, that's not any good. <laughs> and surprisingly, I haven't been bitten yet. Yeah, our, our yard is completely like taken over by fire ants. I just buy those bags of uh, we tried that granules and just dump the crap out of them. Like I'll pile it on top of that son of a gun. Um, we had infested in the house too, man. Like you could drop like a piece of bread on the floor, and within thirty minutes there'd be hundreds of ants. Interesting. And um, we we just we kept trying to treat it, and it just kept getting worse What'd and worse, do? man. We we finally had a, a bunch of different stuff. We've used traps. We've used spray. Like we we just. Not taking it. One, one night, one night, I seriously put food on the floor on purpose. To see how long it took? And then would like draw them out, and I took duct tape. And I just started. <laughs> That's just, an interesting way to take was, out. Oh, dude, ants. I took out thousands, man. <laughs> thousands. For like three hours, I did it. And like, I was like, this has got to be putting a Going dent through in like it. half a roll of duct tape, yeah. killing ants. It's got to it's gotta be putting a dent in it, man. And it didn't, dude. It just kept getting worse and worse. It was the. You gotta find the, the hey, don't get out of the pool. Don't get out of the pool. Don't come over here. You're wet. Danger. Okay. You're, you're standing in an ant pile. Come here. Come here, quick. Quick, 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 quick. All right, go get back in. There you go. Don't touch anything. There's water all over the stuff. Good God almighty. So this happened the other night. I was asleep, and I heard this high-pitched, like, scream. And I woke up. <laughs> And my first reaction was, it was the kids. Because every now and then while they're sleeping, they'll just freaking scream for no reason. Um, and like, as I'm grabbing the monitor, I hear... And I'm looking at the monitor. And you know the monitor, the baby monitor has like the little lights. And like, as the louder they get, they, the like, lighter turn red. It's not moving, dude. And I'm like, what the hell is in the house? Like, I heard something yeah. yell, and now it sounds like it's in pain. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, and it's like, You're in, it wasn't in the mode. it wasn't in the wall. Yeah. Because, you know, if it was in the wall, it would sound muffled. Yeah. Whatever this was, I could hear it coming out. On the monitor? No. In your room? In my room. Oh, okay. I thought it might have been, like, in the hallway, like, on the stairs or yeah. something. You have no animals. So no animals. <laughs> so something was in the house that wasn't supposed to be in the house. Um, so I grab my knife, I roll over and I grab Katie's shoulder and I wake her up. I said, get up, wake up. I said, you need to know it's six and a half and there's something in the house. And I'm getting ready to go get it. She said, what are you talking about? And I said, well, listen. I didn't hear it anymore. My heart's thumping. Really? Hey, stop screaming. Come on, man. We're going to mow grass right now. He's been working on it for a while. I was like, he's working on it. So my heart's thumping. And I got Katie. And I'm not hearing it anymore, man. And I'm like, and I kind of don't want to put my feet off the bed. Oh, 
So I'm like, what if it's something under the bed and they it thinks my panic feet? Mode, aren't you? I was, dude. <laughs> and we didn't hear it for a while, and the Katie laid her head back down, and I hear her doze off, and she goes. It was Katie the whole time. That's crazy. I think the kid screamed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I woke up and looked, and that was it. They were done. But yeah. then she's over there gurgling in her sleep. Oh, dude, I couldn't go. I couldn't go to sleep for like thirty minutes, man. My nerves were shook. I thought there was a wild animal in the house. 